When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Bolsonaro supporters storm Brazil Congress. Kevin McCarthy faces more problems as House votes on rules package. And Biden visits US-Mexico border to quell migrant crisis. It's Monday, January 9. I'm Anthony Davis. Supporters of Brazil's far-right former president, Jair Bolsonaro, invaded and defaced the country's Congress, Presidential Palace and Supreme Court on Sunday in a grim echo of the US Capitol invasion two years ago by fans of disgraced former President Donald Trump. There were no immediate reports of deaths or injuries from their rampage, but the invaders left a trail of destruction, throwing furniture through the smashed windows of the presidential palace, flooding parts of Congress with a sprinkler system and ransacking ceremonial rooms in the Supreme Court. The sight of thousands of yellow and green-clad protesters running riot in the capital capped months of tension following the October 30th presidential vote. The uprising, which lasted a little over three hours, underlined the severe polarization that still grips the country days after the inauguration of leftist President Lula da Silva, who defeated Bolsonaro in the October election. Lula, who announced a federal security intervention in Brasilia, lasting until January 31st, after capital security forces were initially overwhelmed by the invaders, blamed Bolsonaro for inflaming his supporters after a campaign of baseless allegations about potential election fraud. The president's allies also raised questions about how public security forces in the capital Brasilia were so unprepared and easily overwhelmed by rioters who'd been planning on social media for days to gather for weekend demonstrations. Bolsonaro, an acolyte of Donald Trump, who has yet to concede defeat, peddled the false claim that Brazil's electronic voting system was prone to fraud, spawning a violent movement of election deniers. After five days of disarray and 15 rounds of floor votes, newly elected House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is set to face an instant challenge today as the House votes on a new rules package. A handful of establishment Republicans indicated on Sunday they may withhold their support for the rules unless more details of concessions made to ultra-conservative lawmakers during a week of torrid negotiations are unveiled. McCarthy ascended to the speakership late on Friday after winning over support from holdout members of the hard-right Freedom Caucus who had leveraged their power due to the slim margin of control Republicans hold in the House. But full details of those negotiations have not been made public, 
leading to speculation that McCarthy has guaranteed the group positions on key committees and thrust them and the former president further into power. The package itself was published on Friday evening and includes a measure to allow a single member to force a motion to vacate the speakership, already weakening McCarthy's position, and a key demand of the holdout Conservatives. It also includes reinstating a provision to allow lawmakers to propose amendments to appropriations bills, adds a 72-hour window for members to read bills before they vote, and a commitment to vote on legislation on term limits for members of Congress. But anonymous briefings have indicated that the holdout Republicans also attempted to negotiate more leverage over key committees, including approvals over a third of positions on the powerful Rules Committee, which is responsible for what proposed legislation reaches the floor of the House. The divisions highlight the dilemmas posed by such a slim Republican majority in the House. But speaking on Sunday, Jim Jordan, a Freedom Caucus member and the expected new chair of the House Judiciary Committee, predicted the rules package would pass today and defended the chaos of last week. The House Judiciary Committee, under Jordan's leadership, is expected to launch a highly charged investigation into the U.S. Justice Department over purported allegations of political bias, partly in relation to its ongoing inquiry of the January 6 insurrection. But a number of Republican lawmakers have been implicated in the investigation themselves, including Jordan, leaving open questions around conflicts of interest. President Joe Biden walked a muddy stretch of the US-Mexico border and inspected a busy port of entry on Sunday on his first trip to the region, a visit shadowed by the fraught politics of immigration. At his first stop, the president observed as border officers in El Paso demonstrated how they search vehicles for drugs, money and other contraband. Next, he travelled to a dusty street with abandoned buildings and walked along a metal border fence. His last stop was the El Paso County Migrant Services Center, but there were no migrants in sight. As he learned about the services offered there, he asked an aid worker, if I could wave the wand, what should I do? The visit seemed designed to showcase the smooth operation to process legal migrants, weed out smuggled contraband, and humanely treat those who have entered illegally, creating a counter-narrative to Republicans' claims of a crisis situation equivalent to an open border. Asked what he's learned by seeing the border firsthand and speaking with the officers who work along it, Biden said, They need a lot of resources. We're going to get it for them. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5-Minute.News. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Califato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories, 
I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.